Hi, I'm Alex Giorgio. And I'm Deb Miner. And this is the Library Variety Show. Uh, this is our first episode, so bear with us if there are any technical difficulties. We promise you will get better, and it will be good character building for you. <laughs> and us as well. We are pre-recording this uh, from Studio 304 at the St. Joe County Public Library in South Bend, Indiana. Yeah, and can we add the big shout out to Matt Wynn in the very beginning because he's helped us through this whole thing. Yes, thank you, Matt Wynn. Thank you very much. All right. So. What have you been reading recently? <laughs> I, I finished In Love by Amy, Amy Bloom, which was the um, memoir about... Um, she and her husband, he is diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's. And together they make this decision to um, end his life before his condition gets worse. Um, so I just finished it. Um, it's, it's very haunting. Um, Sounds uplifting. It... <laughs> <laughs> I kept thinking, I mean, I think the ultimate thing was, is, you know, to cherish your days and, you know, life is difficult, but yet life is, you know, wonderful too. Um, but I just, I'm really haunted. The, the scene that keeps replaying in my mind is when they actually are in this room and, you know, he dies and it's like, you know, it's going to come. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But it's just like, oh God, it's just kind of heartbreaking. Um, and I'm currently reading Lessons in Chemistry, which is a debut novel by, I'm, I can't remember the author's name, but it's really awesome. It's about this woman uh, chemist who is trying to make her own way, and it takes place um, in the 50s and 60s, and she's totally clueless to the to the rules of gender and um, expectations of this period of time. And so she just thinks she can just defy, you know, defy the rules that are. Um... Are you telling me that in the 60s there were rules for women in science? <laughs> this is it's the first just... time hearing of this. <laughs> it is It is so good. I just, I absolutely love this book. Um and I'm only a quarter of a way into it, so I just, I have not been this excited about a book in a long time, so it's just so good. It's heartbreaking, and it's just, but it's so good. The characters are just amazing, and she's amazing. Elizabeth Zod is her name, and it's just so good. Very nice. Yeah. I uh, have and you yes I have started Harvey Firestein's memoir oh, I was better yeah. last night Good. um I was in New York recently uh and I saw a taping of late night with Seth Meyers and he was on it talking oh, about the memoir it. okay um awesome I also have on my bedside table Hello, Molly. Molly Shannon's memoir. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's, that's supposed to be really good. Queued up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to read that too. Uh, I want to read both of them. Actually. I got an advanced copy of it. Oh, but nice. Now it's out, so it's not so advanced. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was when you got it. <laughs> I just finished a book called Yes, Daddy by oh. 
um, Jonathan Parks Ramage, Ramage, uh, and it was depressing. Um, took some Jeffrey Epstein turns uh, that I was not expecting. Kind of late in the book. Um, oh, so you were already vested in the Yeah, and it gave me nightmares. Mm. So there's that. Mm. Um, and then I'm also uh, reading through a book about what you can recycle and what you can't, which is also very depressing. You, uh, is there anything that you've learned that you didn't know before? I mean, not off the top of my head. I'm mm. kind of making notes. Uh, uh, but a lot of stuff that you think you can recycle, and you, you can't, can't. Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So that's a little scary. Yeah, it is. Have you been watching anything good? Um, what did I just start watching? Oh, I just finished... <laughs> It was a Netflix uh, documentary series called Bad Vegan. Vegan? Bad Vegan? I, I, have, I saw the description of that. I want to oh see my that. God. <laughs> it is. It looks It's bonkers. like a train wreck. It's just, and I still, I watched it. We watched the final episode last night because they're pretty, they're hour-long episodes. There's only four, so you could technically finish it if you wanted to binge it. I, yeah. But it is... It's something. I kind of remember it happening, but only that something happened. I don't know. I she, there's con artists. Yeah, there's a and... con artist, and I remember when I, when they show you the mug shots of both of them because they're both eventually arrested. And they they yeah. owned a restaurant. She owned the restaurant. Okay. She met up with this guy who had some connection to Alec Baldwin, which was her fascination with him. And it's never a good thing. No, because Alec Baldwin would come in. There were a lot of celebrities that would come into this restaurant. It was in Manhattan. Um, And it was a very, I mean, it was a very upscale vegan vegan restaurant. Um, And a lot of celebrities would come in. Alec Baldwin was one of them. And she... He apparently had a crush on her at some point in time. Alec Baldwin? Alec Baldwin, but she was with someone else, and so she kind of missed that opportunity. But she was still sort of fascinated. So then she started following this guy who he followed on Twitter who was this con man. And it's, it's just like I just cannot believe how naive she was. I mean, well, I mean, when you're in something like that, you don't, you don't always know. I mean, maybe. No, I get that. I don't know. I guess I haven't seen it, so. No, I mean, I get that. I can see how people can persuade you and you make poor choices in life. I mean, I I don't want to go there in my own life, but. Like this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I can say that I've made some poor choices, in you know choosing yes partners but anyway <laughs> I, just, I can't relate but six, <laughs> it, she ends up lose i mean six million bucks six million bucks oh well that's that's nothing but i just i don't know i and and you're left with this weird feeling at the end of it even you know there's there's a recording of a conversation they have after he's released from prison and you're like, 
what the, f- I mean, did she not, I don't, she, it's like she did not learn anything from this. I, they put Netflix to such good true crime stuff. I think they do a really good job. Uh, there was that one about the pizza bomber that was really good. Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, that was a couple of years ago. Sounds, sounds good though. Uh, yeah. But the one, what they did, they didn't, did they just do one recently about the Chelsea Hotel in New York, the... Oh, God. Sid Vicious? No, it wasn't. No, no, no. Oh, no, the Times Square Killer? Yeah, it was something that they ended up finding this woman in the... Oh, yeah, yeah. The Um, water storage or something. Oh, no, 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 no. That's the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles. Cecil. That's right. Not the Chelsea in New York. No, this was the... Yes, you're right. That's what it was. um, I remember reading about that when yeah, it happened. Yeah, and I did too. Um, that was interesting. I didn't see that, but they also, um, they did a series about a serial killer. I'm looking it up right now, uh-huh. um, thanks to the power of smartphones. Um, and uh, it was like the torso killer it, um, or something like that. Crime scene, Times Square. Oh. Uh, is what it's called. Oh, it's a sequel to The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Oh. Oh, I have not seen that. No, it just came out. I started watching it, but then I fell asleep. Not because it was bad, but because I was tired. Um, <laughs> what yeah. What is it called? It is called uh, Crime Scene, the Times Square's killer okay the times square killer wow okay uh yeah i'll have to check that one out i am currently watching better things on fx slash hulu i watch it on hulu it's on both it's on its final season oh it's a fictionalized version of the actress pamela adlon uh, who is the voice of Bobby Hill on King of the Hill. Oh, in King of the Hill, yes. She was on Facts of Life. She was in Greece too, oh, okay. as a child. Um, so it's like a, a semi-fictional version of her oh, life. Oh, interesting. Uh, really good. I just finished re-watching Family Matters from the beginning. <laughs> so you finished it? I made it to the bitter end. <laughs> I'd forgotten there were two Harriet Winslows. Like the second half of the last season, there was a different when Steve Urkel's going to space. There's like a different Harriet. Did she die? No, I think she just was tired of being on Family Matters. Uh, But yes, I watched the entire thing. Um, I always like to have a show that I'm re-watching. Uh, that I put on in the evening because I will fall asleep like I did with the Times Square Killer. Um... So then I've just started rewatching Degrassi The Next Generation, of which there are 300 some episodes. Oh my God. Uh, okay. And Canadian teen soap opera. You know, I love a teen drama. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, also started Euphoria, which is very not Degrassi. Um, I've heard other people are also watching that. Very different from any experience I had in high school. Yeah, okay. I do love, they wear glitter, like, smeared on their face. I do enjoy that. Um, Is it takes place in current time, or is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
I mean, it's good. It's explicit mm-hmm. and a lot of drug use, yeah. but it's it's a, a well written. Okay. The second season is, and that's on HBO Max. Right? Yes, the second season they did on film stock instead of digital, oh, which really like adds something to it. It looks so much more like yeah, it's visually stunning. Um, hmm. And last night I stayed up late. Watching YouTube videos of Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, as a tribute? Yes. Mm. I was a big fan of his podcast. Yeah. Gilbert Gottfried's amazing, colossal podcast. Uh, he interviewed a lot of old Hollywood people. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I was watching his stuff and laughing and mm. and enjoying his memory. Yeah. And... um trying to think of tasteless jokes to make about him because that's what he would that's want. That's what he would want, yeah. Didn't right. really come up with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's what he would want. I'm sure you'll come up with something by the end of the day. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's my top priority. <laughs> tasteless jokes. Yeah, tasteless mm-hmm. jokes about Gilbert Gottfried. Uh <laughs> So our main topic today is The Library Book by Susan Orlean, which came out in 2018. It is a beautiful like book. Um, it's bright red, and it's bound to look like an old library book. All sorts of design details in it, like even on the inside of the front mm-hmm. cover, the back looks like it has an old return card in it. I don't, yeah, it was card. well done. It was so well done. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a really pretty looking book, but it is the story of a fire that took place at the uh, L.A. Public LA Library Public. Central Branch on uh, April twenty eighth, nineteen eighty six. Um, and it was a huge fire that cost them like $22 million in years to repair, like seven and a half years, uh, hundreds of thousands of books damaged, um, or destroyed only one suspect ever, Mm -hmm. um, no conviction. Uh, so it starts out, uh, Susan Orlean, who wrote The Organ Thief, uh, she goes to sort of investigate this and it turns into something else entirely. Yes, it does. (laughs) Well, she starts out, um, the interest in this whole thing started out with her son's school project. Right. He wanted to interview someone in the public sector or something like that. We are available for interviews if anybody's got kids with school projects. So she goes to the library with her son, and then um, she unco- they they had newly moved to L.A. at that time, and so she uncovered all these stories of, um, the, in particular, this fire, but then also the history of the Los Angeles Public Library and all the colorful characters that um, ran the library, the different directors. Right. The first director was a woman. Was a woman. Yeah. At a time when women were not allowed in the reading room. Right. That's correct. Yes. Uh, and, and then, then the, who was the guy? Well, they called him like 
the what they call him like the human encyclopedia or something like that and i think he's he was a he was a minister or something um but he was very strange i and know he uh Dr. C.J.K. Jones, Jones, the Human right. Encyclopedia, and he eventually became just too much for the board. Right. He and was just too quirky, yeah, too weird, very eccentric. Um, Where they talk all about the library and the different um, areas. A woman that stood out to me in it is a woman that worked um, in like book return, like making right. sure the books that were returned got to where they were going right. to go, like on trucks. And Susan Orlean asked her what kind of books she likes to read. And she said, I don't like to read. You spend your whole life reading these books. Then what? <laughs> and that just made me laugh. And like, it, it stood out to me. I re- remember it from my first reading. Uh, I obviously don't agree, but uh, she seems like, she would be a fun person to be around. Right, right. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, they never, never solved this. It was not... Never solved it. And then like you, you said you did some additional research on arson that it's almost impossible to, yeah. to yeah. I mean, come up with anything conclusive. And... The evidence burns up. Right. Uh, you have to prove stuff that is very hard to prove. Right. Um. And I had, like, in 2019, there were over 33,000 arsons, and, like, something like 20 or 21% were yeah. cleared or solved. Wow. Or, um, so, yeah. very low. Uh, and it was underreported. It was not, it didn't even make the New York Times. For no, because there were so many other things going on at that time, because it was Chernobyl, and then the Challenger... Um, explosion and so it was giving very low billing but yet it was pretty a pretty huge yeah it I, I mean huge thing uh, they were using were they mortuary trucks to keep the, the freezer trucks yeah. yeah right to keep the so that the um, so they put these books or I think well they were mainly books right Right, that but were it's, wet it, from the right. They were wet, so they put them in these freezer trucks so that they they could stop the damage. Basically, freezer trucks meant for right. cadavers. Right, right. Um, there were several of them. So their only suspect ever was a guy named Harry Peak, and she starts out the book with this sentence: "Even in Los Angeles, where there is no shortage of remarkable hairdos, Harry Peak attracted attention." So he had like this big blonde hair, right. uh, and he loved to tell stories. Right. Rough life. Um, well, and he also said he was an actor, right? I mean, he was an right. actor wannabe, but he would often say he'd been in these, you know, he had bit parts in these things, but no one could actually confirm right. that he had actually yeah. been in anything. And so, so he was kind of seeking attention. Right. Uh, and he had seven alibis mm-hmm. that uh, people also could not confirm. And <laughs> right. they were different. Sometimes he said he did it. Sometimes he said he right. didn't. Uh, right. Right. He uh, loved the attention. Um, died in 1993 of complications from HIV yeah. AIDS. Right. Um, so... We will never know, probably, who started this fire. He had a tragic life, actually. 
Yeah, he mm. he did. And I think he was held for a few days, right? But they could never find enough evidence right. to... And I don't remember if he was saying he did it at that time or not. Right. Um, but he certainly liked the attention. He was there, apparently, yeah. or in that area when the fire started. Because he had lunch with a friend later that mm-hmm. day. Uh, right. So. But yes, it's a library book by Susan Orlean. Yeah. And it's really a good... It's a good introduction to the history of libraries in general, the purpose of libraries. It talks a lot about the different services that the L.A. Library um, has for their community, um, which, you know, it makes you feel good for working yeah. in a library. I mean, libraries do touch a lot of people's lives, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, some might call us heroes, and I'd have to agree. Yeah, um, <laughs> have to, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it, it kind of reminded me of, did you ever read Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil by John Barrett? That takes place in... In Savannah, Georgia. In Savannah, Georgia, yes. It kind of reminded me of that, yeah. because it's a book where it starts out, like, talking about a crime that occurred, but becomes a portrait of a place so midnight in the garden of good and evil it becomes a portrait of savannah and the people that live there and in this case it's the la library and the people that work there and and go there right uh yeah it's really good it's one of my favorite books i'd say yeah definitely recommend it Mm -hmm. yeah uh so so have you seen the on? giraffes at Potawatomi Zoo? I have yet? not. I've still not yet gone to the zoo. Our um, zoo has just gotten giraffes, but what if I don't want to pay to go to the zoo? Well, you know what? This is kind of cool, and you're leading right into this. Uh, we have a pass that you can actually check out. Oh, wow. You can check it out just like you would a library book. You can check it out for 24 hours. You can get up to four people in. So, and we also have other discovery passes. Um, We have uh, passes for the History Museum, Studebaker Museum. That's on one pass. You can get up to six people in on that. We have Fernwood. This is a good time to go out and visit Fernwood and get outside. Before it gets too hot. Before it gets too hot, yeah. But it's, yeah, there's a lot of things in bloom right now. Uh, Well-filled botanical gardens in Elkhart, we also have a pass for that. Um, We also have a pass for the Ruthmere House in Elkhart, the historic home in Elkhart that you can tour. So, and we're looking into getting other passes too, seeing what's available in the community that um, people will, that would not normally have access to. But if you have a library card, you can actually check these things out. And it's it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. honestly, because the zoo is not, you know, not always cost effective for a family. Right. Especially to go to, so. for repeat visits. Right. So. Um, and it, it's only available at, at it's the only, main branch. At the main branch. Downtown. Right. Yep. That where is, we are right that now. That is correct. Uh, yeah. But, um. Yeah, it's a pretty amazing service. I don't, I don't know that everyone knows that we have that. So. Yeah, something to check out. Yeah, Go definitely. see those giraffes. Yeah, I, uh, I, I would like to see them. Yeah, always a good time at Potawatomi Zoo. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So what else is going on? Um, 
We're right in the middle of uh, One Book, One Michiana. Right, which will probably be done by the time this drops, but right, that doesn't but... mean you can't read it. Right. It's what just, is the book? Just Mercy is the name of the book by... Brian Stevenson. Brian Stevenson, yes. Um, who was a lawyer who took on these um, Im- almost impossible cases of people that were seemingly wrong- wrongfully um, accused of crimes... Um, and he tried to make sense of it. But a lot of these folks were on death row um, that he talked with and tried to um, bring them justice, basically. Um, yeah, it's a good book. It's not an easy book to read. Um, it's pretty painful. Um, but there is, you know, redemption in the end. So, um, But there's a lot of book discussions going on that go along with this. Um, throughout the Michiana. We do this every year as mm-hmm. long as there's not a global pandemic. Yeah. 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 So this is the first year since COVID that we've had to been able to have like a full. Yeah. Full Cause there was a scaled gatherings. back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Last year. So um, yeah. So it's kind of cool. We're kind and of bustling these days. We've got summer reading coming up. Yep, summer reading starts June 1st. And what is the theme of that? Ocean of Possibilities. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there'll be lots of programming going on. Um, you know, good time. Yeah, we're going to require you to wear water wings in the library. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to flood the library and make an ocean. And mermaid tails. So, yes. Yeah. We are going to have real mermaids. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sounds fun. We're in contract negotiations with them right now. <laughs> They're being a little difficult. Uh, uh, yes. To mm-hmm. be honest, the mermaids are difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so that's coming up. Yeah, so that's coming up. And I also think, too, you remember back in February, the Science Alive was um, kind of put on hold. There were some yeah, some small um, performances or, you know. Um, we had to scale back. For had to scale back. But I think. Variant-related I reasons. I think the um, exhibits will be, I think it's May 21st is the new date. Awesome. And yeah. of course, and these will be the exhibitors. So hopefully, you know, everything's okay on the planet and they can go forward with that. Yeah. And of course, you could find out all about any of these events at sjcpl.org, yep. like St. Joe County Public Library. That uh, is correct. And confirm our dates and make sure we're not giving yeah. you <laughs> bad information. I'm pretty, sure that's, I'm pretty sure those are the dates, but yes, I could be. Could be wrong, but everything's on our calendar of events on our yeah on the library's webpage. So. And if something were to change, it would change on there. It would. It would uh, change in this ever-changing world mm-hmm. in which we live in. Yeah. Um. So, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. And uh, bearing with us through our first podcast, we hope you will keep listening. Um. You can reach out to us at uh, librayvarietyhour at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram, uh, the Library Variety Hour. And uh, yes, 
We hope you will tune in again. Any parting words, Deb? No, I'm, I'm, I, I hope this, this works out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. We will speak to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. I, of course, messed up on our first show and said uh, the wrong email address and Instagram handle. We are Library Variety Show on Instagram and LibraryVarietyShow at gmail.com. Reach out to us, uh, give us feedback, ask us questions, and keep on listening. views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts or guests and are continually evolving. They do not reflect the St. Joe County Public Library as an organization, its board of directors, or its administration.